Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of The Experience with Michael Aaron Gossetis. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's been a busy, 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 busy week, and uh, I'm finally getting a moment to relax, not just from everything I've been doing, but also from myself and from my mind and my brain, but not from my heart. I never give myself a break from my heart. That's just one thing I don't do. But anyways, it's been a crazy week. Things just got crazier as the weekend approached. And we had a lot of storms running through our area. A lot of storms. It seems like storms always come up at the most inconveniently convenient times. If you think about that. But it's all good. Because in the end we make it out, right? I mean, we should make it out, I would think. I mean, after all. We're never given more than we can handle. But... A lot of things have happened this week that have just really forced me to put some sort of window of perspective on them. And uh, I mean, I guess that's a good thing. In fact, I know it's a good thing. I believe it's a good thing because we all need perspective sometimes. If you're like me, you get tunnel vision. Uh, I get tunnel vision focused sometimes, and right now I'm really focused, and I'm trying to keep my momentum, and something almost knocked me off of my momentum this past week. It was an insane, but I guess necessary ride to take now. I don't know. Um, If I wanted to get into it, uh, and I probably will. (laughs) Undoubtedly, I will. Um, But you know how I am. Don't like to wave out that dirty laundry. Don't like to make public private affairs. And I definitely don't like to telegraph my next moves. So all you peeps out there listening with certain intentions. Well, you might just walk away a little disappointed that through all the scheming schemes out there, you still can't scheme my scheme. (laughs) Because you'll never know until it hits you. Like a ton of bricks or maybe just one good single brick upside the head and consider that the light of God slapping you in the face because after all I mean I am no instrument of karma regardless if karma works through me or not but anyways enough about that bullshit oh goodness so let's catch you guys up because It's been a minute since I've done an experience episode that wasn't poetry or, you know, something like that. And indeed, I intend to follow this episode up with the poetry episode, but I need to really relax right now. And, you know, I think, I don't know, I've taken like, uh, 
Okay, so like, I like to do hot soaks, right? <clears throat> and I think I've done like, in the course of the last week, oh, like I would do them like maybe at least once a week, right? I think in the course of the last week, I've done probably about five or six. <laughs> that's pretty bad. And that's not even one a day. Well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be bad. It's not even one a day, but oh, I was doing like two in a day. And I think one day I I actually allowed myself to drink some. Some people would laugh at that. They'd be like, Michael, you let yourself drink what? <laughs> but, um, oh my goodness. When I woke up that next morning, I had to have a hot soak. I, I slept much later than I normally do. But I needed just to get all of that toxicity moving out. And I don't know how good it is, you know, soaking in a warm bath of fluoridated water, if that does any better. But, I mean, kind of helped the bones. But now a new thing has approached me. That is the pain in my lower back. Ugh. The pain in my lower back. That is... uh that is usually quite the conundrum for myself. Now, as the story goes, and you may have heard it before here a long time ago on the experience, but as the story goes, I used to get uh, severe, severe knots in my lower back, pain in my lower back. We're talking like right about pelvic bone, upper pelvic bone line, you know, knots, just knots of nerves. I can feel them right now, actually. I have a lot. I must have a lot of tension. It also happens when I gain weight, like when my belly starts to get big, <laughs> uh, at least noticeably big. Um, I will get knots in my back. And anyways, so it used to be quite chronic twice a year, uh, usually around April. So we're like right in that time. <laughs> And then again, sometime in the fall, I would like literally get crooked. Like my back would just pin my nerves and I guess they would pinch and ball up so hard that I would just be crooked. And what I mean that is I would be standing straight and from my hip up, I'd be like the leaning tower of Pisa, just stuck like with a crook, like, like literally like crooked, like standing straight and leaning from the side, from my hips up, it's, uh, it's terrible, and, uh, anyways, um, I used to know this guy back in Austin, um, and I told him about my pain, and the first thing he said to me was, do you have a wallet in your back pocket, and I was like, well, yeah, I do, I'm a man, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the natural response to give, but uh, it's like you don't see me carrying a purse, do you? You know, I don't. I'm not into purses, and I don't have a bussy, so like, uh, that's just basically that. And he goes, "No," he said, uh, because if you have a, a really big wallet or even a, a medium to small size wallet, like it throws the alignment off in your back because you know one butt cheek is raised and the other butt cheek isn't. And so it, it lends you to having a natural kink in your back. And so after that, um, I 
relegated my wallet to one of those thin slip wallets. Like it literally holds just like two or three cards. It's just a sleeve, basically. It's leather still, but it's not a big old, you know, kicker cowboy wallet. It's not a money clips rich man wallet. And, you know, I definitely won't be lopsided when I sit down. And after that, it definitely helped my back. I mean, literally, I have not had back pains since then until tonight. So if you're listening out there, Corey, thank you. I'm sorry that our friendship didn't last any longer than it did, but I can't say much on that subject. But anyways, um, yeah, it was uh, pretty crazy because I woke up this morning with my head so heavy, thought about leaving on the next train coming just kidding. That wasn't this morning. That was last night. <laughs> last night. Actually, maybe that's why my back is hurting. Because last night I I downed, I think, three or four tall boys. I don't know why I'm drinking so much this week. Um, and, and it's not even the good stuff. Uh, it's like malt liquor. And it's extraordinarily inexpensive, which lets you know exactly what the quality of it is like. So anyways, last night I was very upset. Um, I actually played, um, I actually played a, uh, round of, uh, video games last night on my PS4. And, well, I live streamed it on my Twitch account and, that was fun. I hadn't done that in a minute. I haven't had time to do it. I haven't wanted to do it. I've been so focused and so consumed with the work that I'm doing now that I just haven't had the time to. But last night, I was just upset. I was just disappointed with life and life's decisions. But at the same time, everything happens for a reason. So we'll let it be, let it be, let it be. Um... Definitely a lot of things coming into perspective this week. And, you know, a lot of things came into perspective throughout the entire month. And mind you, this is not even a retrograde month. No, we're past retrograde at the moment. But there was something else, though. And um, it was extremely relevant. And I'm extremely grateful and happy that I was able to see it or recognize it or acknowledge it. And the only reason I was able to do that is because I had been exposed to the information. And I really don't think that it was, you know, what do they call that? A self-fulfilling prophecy. Because I was headed in this direction already. And... Um, I was headed in this direction already and, uh, you know, everything that needed to happen to fall into place happened. But now to stay focused and to work on that longevity, that stamina, oh, my back. I think I'm going to put some type of ointment on it tonight. It'll be okay by tomorrow. But when I was on my way to do this, I was walking and I felt a quick, sharp pinch the lower left side of my back. And I stopped and real quick, it's just like one of those like moments that makes you like freeze. 
because I've had that pain before in the past when I've had that. The next thing is I was down on the ground because I couldn't walk and or move and it hurt so much. It couldn't stand. It's like one of those really brief, sudden pinches. But anyways, um, so I forgot what I was saying already. Well, we. can feel I'm laying on my back and I can feel the ball on my left side I'm kind of just like smothering it with my weight okay oh so as I was saying um you know we'll see where it goes as long as I can stay focused and Right now, that's been my primary thing. And the thing that threw me out of focus, it's interesting what tries to throw you off focus and what tries to throw you off your game when you've defeated the old devices that were there for you for that purpose. Um, You know, sex, um, drugs, you know, socializing with friends, cavorting around, not focusing on the work you're meant to do, that kind of thing, you know? And uh, I've released those devices so they don't affect my focus now. And now other things are trying to throw me off, trying to throw my focus off. And uh, it's just a shame when it's desperate enough to be people that do that, you know, but again, like I said, everything happens for a reason. And well, I kind of think that I kind of think that even though I conquered that and I'll be returning to my work, I'll probably start working on it after I do my poetry reading. So this way I can get ahead of it tomorrow because tomorrow I go back to work with my newscast That is the work I'm speaking of specifically, the C report. I'm extremely focused on that. Now, if you guys are listening on the anchor.fm side of this, you probably might have realized that we're missing a couple of episodes (laughs) from the anchor side. But don't worry, guys, I will have that uploaded tonight, if at all possible, at the latest tomorrow. But I'd like to get it done tonight. So this way, tomorrow, Monday, we start off with the fresh slate. And we have all of the episodes ready and uh, wait as they're supposed to now. Like I was saying, with people, you know, with people, it's just, it sucks. Um, Because, you know. The experience with Michael Aaron Kosteris is listener supported. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider making a small monthly donation to support future episodes. You can contribute directly at anchor.fm slash thexpodcast. Click on the support button and enter your card information for a secure donation. Choose your monthly donation, 99 cents to 9.99 a month. Every bit helps. Again, Visit anchor.fm slash the X podcast spelled the T H E X podcast E X P O D C A S T and tell them Michael sent you.
don't know. I, I don't, oh, I don't get to socializing too much, you know. Um, I, I'm, I'm in a space right now where I can keep my focus and I know I'm here for a reason. And that reason is to stay focused and protected. So I've been blessed in that sense. I, it's like a protective bubble allowing me to do my work and to feel my oats and expand. Um, so then like trying to meet people like on the internet in communities and it's, it's a, it's a, it's a job, you know, it's, it is work. Uh, it's, not hard for some people to be sociable. It's not hard for me to be sociable either, but when people's needs and wants start just impeding on your own path, um, that's different. It's different. It's different when you meet people and you socialize versus when you meet people and they need something for you, from you, or they want something from you. That's different. That's different than just socializing. Even if it's just attention. If they need attention from you, ugh. Like, get your own life. Like, why do you need my attention? (laughs) Anyways, that kind of thing. Like, if you were a totally independent agent and you had your own thing going and you didn't need my attention or you didn't need my company or you didn't need my approval or you didn't need anything from me it would be so much easier just to be around you but it's not that way sometimes so I don't know I guess what I'm trying to say is I've kind of run into a lot of that this week and uh and then it's just interesting because people's true intentions always come out And I was kind of put into a tailspin this week because just certain things were happening. Certain things were happening and a lot of things were happening behind the scenes that I couldn't see, but I could feel. And I didn't appreciate it. Um, I didn't appreciate a lot of what I felt. And it was on all ends of all parties. And I was clearly caught in the middle of it. I had nothing to do with it. I had nothing to do with the issues these individuals had. I just know that A, I was caught in the middle of it, and B, it revealed everyone's intentions. And so it's been hard for me to move from that since then, or to move from there because of that. Because... You don't want to believe that people have negative, bad, or selfish intentions. But someone whom I've trusted for quite some time revealed to me his intentions regarding the work I do. And they're selfish because this person is basically... This person has basically claimed my ideas as their own. And I am very, 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 very protective of my creative ideas. I'm very creative, uh, protective of my creative license, you know. You don't fuck with my shit. Now, my ideas, I made them six months ago, back in October talk to this person about my idea 
And then when it seemed like everything was going to shut down, I brought my idea to life. And now that person says that it was his idea. It's okay. It's okay. Everything will work out just fine in the end. But because of that, unfortunately, I'm going to have to make certain moves that I did not want to make, at least not this soon. <sighs> With the strength of God on my side, we'll work through it. And the strength of positive thinking and positive energy and positive projection. Everything will work out the way it needed to be. It's kind of like how I was saying that this month <laughs> revealed a lot, even though it was not a retrograde month. Funny how that works, right? I didn't say, oh, this month there were no um, communication errors. There were no travel mishaps. There were no, um, you know, uh, messed up documentations. There were no um, broken contracts because it wasn't a retrograde month. I didn't say that. I said this month revealed a lot, even though it was not a retrograde month. Do you dig that? You see, I take retrograde positively because I use retrograde as a time for studying and reflection. That's what you should be using it for. Not signing contracts, not making new deals, not coming up with new ideas, but literally taking a step back and looking at everything. And so anyways, this month was great for that. Um, I don't remember what it was exactly. Uh, I don't remember what I was reading or what I heard, but something had told me that for the earth sign of Virgo, because that is what I am, very grounded in whatever the fuck it is I'm grounded in at the time, right? It doesn't have to be earth or well-planted or whatever, but... Um, it said that, it said that the fruit of our labor would finally be recognized, acknowledged, received, and blossom. <laughs> and by Jove, that is exactly what has happened in a manner of speaking. And it's like, wow, I've worked my ass off this hard, even though I have a couple of barnacles who who started off as the capitan of the ship, but have since then proven just to be users and trying to take credit for everything. Oh my goodness. Um, anyways, enough about that. Um, the fruit of my labors is now being seen. At least that's the way it looks to me. Uh, anyways, uh, it's not worth getting into too much. Um, the experience with Michael Aaron Cosseris is telegraphs enough, after all. Because who am I talking about? Who would you think I'm talking about? Am I talking about you? Are you that vain? I do have a lot of things that go on in my life, you know. I do do a lot of art. I do a lot of creativity. I work with a lot of people, not just you. And I've had people try and steal my ideas before. Even after all the hard work I've done. Not worth getting into it, but you know, like last weekend I was actually um, visiting with my mother. And she is um, a, a devout Jehovah's Witness. And it just so happens that I visited her 
during a very important day for their people. And um, they do it all over the computer now. They don't go to church. They don't go to a physical edifice to worship their God anymore. They do everything over the internet, which might be a blessing for them because people probably would have attacked the witnesses so hard and tried to kill them and shoot them up, especially with all these mass shootings that are going on. But, I mean, the witnesses are just afraid of the Rona, honestly. Um, Even though the Rona is a fake-ass sickness, I mean, it's a real, obviously calculable and scientifically discoverable type of whatever it is, but the seriousness of itself is what is fake. It's not that serious. I mean, if you have a condition, you can die, but if you're healthy, you'll be fine. Just like the flu. Anyways... During uh, this event that they were doing online, um, they were doing a question and answer portion where, you know, the congregation participates. And (laughs) in her congregation is uh, someone whom I used to associate with uh, going back 10 years or more. Anyways, that person back then was uh, uh, a liquor swigging, marijuana smoking... Um, you know, user and uh, abuser and manipulator, mastermind, uh, who who tried to get me to fall in love with her many times. And when that didn't work, she just tried to take advantage of me when I was blacked out drunk. Oh, gotta love a woman like that, right? Often decried the name of her God and often said she'd never go back and she didn't understand it and it was stupid. But here she is more than a decade later, answering questions about God and showing her face with her husband and her family on the screen of the computer and all that crap, you know? And I was just like, I I said it to my mother and I shouldn't have said it. I was like, look at that fake bitch. And I was like, no, I can't be that hateful. I can't be judgmental. She probably had a change of heart and she's happy doing what she does now. And this is, this is who she is. But something deep down inside me said, meh, probably not. She probably still smokes weed, which is a cardinal sin for every Jehovah's Witness. But I mean, at the same time, it really wasn't worth thinking about. I mean, that is a whole like four or five timelines and universes ago. (laughs) It's a whole lifetime away now, even though it's been just over a decade, probably a little bit more than that. A decade and two years, 1.2 decades. But anyways, um, I thought it was very interesting. Uh, But yeah, getting back to it. um, So my week... uh, you know, the Sea Report has taken off. Um, it's it's grown into its own. It has its own audience. You know, that's part of the reason why I was so tired this week. Um, we had great last two episodes where I was able to actually interview uh, candidates that were running for city council here in my hometown. And... I just, it was an amazing thing. I couldn't believe it. I got to, I got to interview a candidate for mayor. And even though she didn't win the race, she came in third place behind two really, really tough competitors. One of them 
just an idiot that was going to get the vote anyways. And I mean, probably only one tenth of the population of San Antonio voted, honestly, which is quite sad. Um, we got to do something about that. I can tell you what, but yeah, it was, uh, it was an interesting ride and very, very, it was great. It was a great experience. It's just energetically consuming, um, having to organize that, get everyone together. And then we also had, you know, a bunch of storms come through. As I said, uh, I was doing a live stream on Thursday. I think it was Thursday evening. No, 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 no. Wednesday evening. And uh, we had a tornado scare. Uh, Wind sirens going off near my brother's house. Golf ball sized stones. Hail going off by one of his friend's houses. A funnel on the ground down out west of San Antonio heading in our direction. It was just an intense week. And then to wrap it up all, all last night, I was in such a terrible mood last night. And I was, I really shouldn't have allowed myself to give into that mood, but I just couldn't take it anymore. And I just look at people that I look up to and depend on falling backwards into these destructive patterns. And I say, you know what? Sometimes you have to realize that people are beyond redemption because people have made their choices And if their choices haven't changed, then it is up to you to stay strong and not give in to some fake-ass excuse, regardless of how the body feels. You know, honestly, what I was thinking, um, I don't know if you all are aware of what yesterday was. It was May 1st. Um, supposedly it was going to be a, a day of mass destruction because the commies were going to rise up because after all, May 1st is a very big day for communist type people. So, you know, we are going to have Antifa and the Black Lives Matter rise up and storm the Maricopa County, Arizona uh, audit um, over there in Phoenix. And we are going to have what else we are going to have uh seattle burned to the ground and portland burned to the ground and probably some places in michigan and minnesota and and wisconsin and, and illinois but it didn't happen it did not happen thank goodness i mean yes there was some violence but it wasn't on the scale that i'm sure they wished it had been we're past that guys we're way beyond all of that negativity and whatever actions that negativity would rot were beyond it. It's almost like the earth is covered in a protective bubble of angelic light that will not allow these things to bring us down. But on the heels of that, yes, May Day, May 1st, Communist Day, is also Beltane. And uh, I think that's the reason why certain people made certain decisions to do certain things last night, because Beltane is all about sex and carnal energy. And some people will use horniness as an excuse to do things that they wouldn't normally do or that they are normally not apt to do. I mean, I know I do. I know I'm willing to do a couple of things I wouldn't normally do just because I'm horny. I'm not talking about having sex with a woman because I would never do that no matter how horny I was. 
But um, it was just not assuring to know that when you're dealing with things like sex demons, that you give into it in the one most important night of the night, because that's when they're all doing it. They're all out there having their sex orgies and doing whatever other things go along with it in honor of that day and time. But of course, people like you would not know that. I'm not talking about you generically. I am talking about you specifically. Because I just watched this stone spirit. This blossoming tree trunk crumble like nothing. And it was very disappointing. Still, everything happens for a reason, right? And this may have happened for a reason. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. And if I continue to walk a blessed path, then everything will work itself out. But I don't see things going south. So we'll see what happens. Anyways, let me do a quick time check. Tain't been that long a time. I think I've kind of mentioned most of the things that I wanted to mention about the week. I mean, let's see. Uh, we had a negative Saturday evening on the night of all pagan nights, right? When you have to give in to that negative carnal energy. We had storms throughout the week. We had a very busy sea report. Mm. I think that's all I've got to say for now. But I'll go ahead and let you guys go. Because I'm going to come back at you with the poetry reading. And there's no telling what I'm going to say then. But it was a nice catch up. I needed to speak with y'all. I hadn't spoken to y'all in a bit. Yeah. We'll see what's up, y'all. Maybe I'll come back during the week. Maybe I won't. But you can expect to hear the C report for sure. And uh, I should say you should expect to hear it. All right, guys. Y'all have a good evening. Take it easy. Stay in peace and stay in love. Because that's the only way that we can go from here. Have a great night, y'all. I'll talk to y'all later. Something is haunting the town. Adam Longoria has gone missing, and his sister claims she's been seeing a bad man in the shadows. Jesse Bachman confronts a terror that is haunting the town of Suval, but will he be able to stop a pure evil that wants him dead? Get the chilling new novella by Michael Aaron Cassidis, author of The Distance to the End. A Trick of the Eyes, 
a stunning new work of horror that is keeping readers turning the page. Get a trick of the eyes anywhere books are sold, online or in stores, ask for it by name, A Trick of the Eyes by Michael Aaron Casares. <laughs>